0: Hello, guys. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, La Adicciones. This is Feli once again. I'm incredibly happy of being here in another weekend with you guys. Thank you so much for all the support. I'm gonna welcome my beautiful girlfriend. How are you?
1: Hello, guys. Welcome back to our episode. I'm fine, my love. How are you? <laughs>
0: I'm very happy because today we are having one of those episodes that we have just like once a month because it takes us time to prepare it and we have a very but seriously special guest today.
1: Yes, a very special guest and well, I think we should just start introducing her,
0: welcoming her. Yeah, of course. Um, First of all, I would like to say that honestly, it's very personal because she's a friend and these are type of, those type of situations when you just don't know how it happens, but how is it possible that a friend from another country that I met seven years ago is here with us once again about to talk after so long time. Um, it's a person that she, ha- she has a very interesting topic and very interesting things to share with us related to this topic. Um, she's living now in Canada she has a beautiful family she's now a mom her little cute baby is about to be three months old and she's here with us she made a bit of time on her not her own schedule because of course her schedule is already her babies so thank you so much
2: and we would like to welcome Ellie to our podcast thank you so much for having me such a an amazing opportunity
0: Thank you so much, Alice, for accepting this invitation. How, how did you feel when I contacted you after so long, actually, of not talking to you and then telling you, hey, do you want to be in the podcast?
2: At first, when I saw the notification, I was like, why is he contacting me? Maybe because of the baby, I don't know. <laughs> and then I opened your message and I was like, wow, he has a podcast, that's so awesome, because I a couple years ago, I wanted to start a podcast, but I never had the courage to. So being here today is like kind of practice so maybe one day I can have my own so yeah I was very excited
0: oh thank you so much it's a really nice thing I mean actually it's not that hard you need to do a couple of things but it's not that hard but if you want to why not you're already into the kind of social media environment so why not
1: yeah
0: <laughs> maybe would you like to start with the topic
1: yes I would like to start with a topic today we have a very interesting topic uh, which if you read the title you know it's called Um, Home is where your heart heart belongs and not necessarily where you're born. Um, And I would like to start with a question for Alice which is, have you ever felt
2: um, that you don't fit in the place where you were actually born? Yes, actually, I felt like that the first time I went back to Brazil after being in Canada. um, As I'm gonna talk a little bit more later, I came here only for six months. And when I came back, the plan was to go to university, but I came back home thinking I was so excited that I was gonna see my family again, my friends and everything. And I was excited to just stay back home And two weeks later, I told my mom, nope, this is not the place I need to be. I need to go back to Canada because I don't feel, I just don't feel myself there. And yeah, so I just decided to just completely change my life.
0: Amazing. And seriously, I will never have thought that because, I mean, personally, when I met you, um, I think like we both were in that age that we were just kind of discovering the world and we were there actually just because of, I mean, in my case, just because of English, and then I started seeing like you were spending more and more and more time. And at, at some point I was like, this girl is going to end up in Canada. And I was surprised, seriously, but I wasn't expecting it.
2: Yeah, I wasn't expecting it too. <laughs> the plan was for me to go back to university and, you know, have my life there. I had a plan of what I wanted to do and make everything great as I imagined my life back home. Um, also because I'm very attached to my mom. We were very, very close. So I wanted to be close to her, but I... I noticed that being away was kind of better, I guess.
0: Oh, but, and for example, what was like your family's reaction, especially your mom?
2: Yeah, so my mom and I, we have a very strong connection because uh, my parents separated when I was so young. So it was just me and her. She's my best friend. Um, When I came here, it was a cry for like a week. We didn't stop crying back home. So it was very sad, but we were counting down the days for when I came back home. And after six months, When I returned, I told her that I wanted to come back to Canada. At first, she was kind of sad, but she knew that the opportunities here are a lot bigger for me. So she was happy, but again, she was sad. (laughs) But she was very supportive because she knew that Brazil was, it's dangerous and the opportunities are not as great as they are here.
1: Yeah, I cannot feel you with this mom and daughter relationship because I'm also only with my mom, I mean, most part of my life um and for me for example it was like that when i went to exchange to friends and i was like the first time i'm gonna be away from home for so long and having mine is europe is is not like that far away and she was at first no but why and how but she knew that this was my dream that i always wanted to go on exchange when i'm in university and as you said parents at the end they support you because they know where it's better for you Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and for example, your, your little sister, what was her? Because back then she was, I mean, I know she's young, but back then she was even younger.
2: Yeah. She was almost like a baby. Um, she was seven years. I was 17. Yeah. And I remember she kind of started sleeping in my bedroom right now. My bedroom is her bedroom because she completely took over my bedroom And I had this big picture of me on the wall. And my mom used to tell me that so often at night, my mom would catch my sister talking to the picture saying how much she missed me. Yeah, because we had a really strong relationship, me and her. But right now, she's a teenager and she's in the rebellious phase. So we don't really talk anymore. (laughs) Um, But we're still friends if I see her. Yeah.
0: Yeah no I mean but it's just like the stage of her life that she's having because I think like yeah we all are like that in that age but amazing like literally because I remember um seeing all those videos also and your stories when you used to go back home to Brazil and I also used to see that you had a super strong relationship with your sister I, I was always like but how did her sister take it I, I think it was hard. Yeah,
2: yeah. It was really hard for me and her. Um, I, so when I came here to Canada, my family came with me and we stayed a week together and then they went back home. And my sister was just always joking with my mom that she was crying for no reason if we still had like three, four days together here. And on the day when we said goodbye, my sister actually, she just looked at me and she started crying so much. Um, She Aww. was even, uh, she was just seven years old, but... On um, that day, I was like, Whoa, she really loves me because she's crying so much. And <laughs> um, you yeah, me. I mean, like, <laughs> we were so close. We would always sleep together until the last day. You know, we had a really, really strong relationship, me and her. Yeah, it was hard. Aww. So,
1: I suppose that for you, since you're very close to your family, was that for you, it was the hardest part? To leave your family and and move away to a new country.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was really hard, um, especially my family and I, we are very close. Um, we, on weekends, we always do things together. We're not that kind of family. They're like, oh, Saturday, I'm just going to go party and my parents go somewhere else. We always do stuff together. Um, so that was really strange for me, I guess. I mean, in the beginning, I made a few friends and we will always do different things on the weekends. But at some point you kind of discover the entire city. There's nothing else for you to see. And I would just see my friends here with their families. And I was by myself. So that was a bit hard. Um, but once I started making my family here and having my group of friends, um, kind of just get used to it. <laughs> you do miss your family, obviously, but it, it gets easier, I guess.
0: It gets easier. And also, I think I feel super related with what you say, because that's how I think Latins we are. Because for us, like, <laughs> no, I mean, it's true. Yeah, I know, it is. For us, like, and I also know that in Brazil, I mean, I personally have never gone there. I would like to, but I know that as a Latin as well, we, we try to spend a lot of time with families. And, for example, that has been kind of shocking to Sam because, I mean, she's a very family person, but still, usually during weekends, she's like, out and about, like, doing stuff. And here is, like, every time that she's here is like, my family and my family. And yes. weekends And, and all of those <laughs> things. So I believe, like, for example, for Aladdin, it's kind of harder to go away from family.
2: Yeah. It is very hard. I mean, like, my family and I, as I said, like, we're just... We're the kind of family that everyone looks at us and be like, how don't they get bored of each other? <laughs> you know? um, but I guess now it kind of makes like the time that we have together whenever we see each other it makes it a lot more special because we know we only have a couple of days together so we spend it like really we make it count a lot you know
0: yeah
1: i can relate to that actually a big part of my family doesn't live in the same country as i do with my my parents and whenever we are together we just appreciate the moment so to that i can relate
0: yeah and 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 for example, Alice, can you give us like, I mean, if you want not to make it like super long or if you want to make it super long, it's the same. But can you explain us literally the, ten, the type of journey that you were following the path? I mean, you, now you told us you came back to Brazil, you weren't feeling the same anymore. And you, you told your mom, mom, I want to go back to Canada. You went back to Canada and then what? What was like the path that you started following to end up here having a beautiful family?
2: So um, when I told my mom I wanted to come back here, um, I came and I told her I wanted to do five more months, um, just English school, regular English school, um, because I knew it was really hard for my mom to let go of me because of the strong relationship that we built together for eight years, just me and her. Um, But I did come back to the same English school, but I, instead of, taking regular English classes, I took the IELTS preparation. And without telling her, I took the IELTS exam and applied for college um, and I got accepted. So I told my mom, uh, listen, I applied for college, I got accepted and I wanted to college here. She was kind of surprised. She was like, whoa, you really don't want to come back. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I mean, like the opportunities here are a lot bigger. and you know I feel a lot safer here too. And so I told her, and my plan too, was to do college here. Um, I was studying for early childhood education, so I wanted to be a teacher for daycare. And the oh, plan yeah. was Thank to you. actually go back home and have my own daycare. But when I started college, I started dating, I fell in love. And um, of course. yeah, he also actually <laughs> planned on going back home to Brazil, but because we're from very different places in Brazil, um we would still be far from each other so we were like what's the point of going back home and not living together so let's just stay here since you already have our own place you know not that we own a place we just rent but it was just easier for us to stay and um yeah i just started working had a baby and now we have the permanent residency here so Forever, I guess.
0: Oh, so wow. nice. Like, literally everything started working perfectly. Yes. Yeah. I mean, by itself, yeah. basically. And every step
2: that I took, it was like, okay, I'm doing this here to go back home. And I did something else here to go back home, but I ended up staying here. And at one point, I'm like, <laughs> you know you what, never went- let's just apply for permanent residency because I'm not
1: going back exactly and you never went back home because like your destiny was to stay there
0: yeah and so you that means that you still don't have the um, I mean you have the the residency like the per, the permanent one but you don't have like a Canadian passport yet
2: no we uh, we actually just got the permanent residency two weeks ago so I have to stay oh, we go? here <laughs> yeah it's brand new <laughs> um, we have to stay three years here until we can apply for the citizenship, where you get the
0: passport. Yeah, for the passport. I thought it was not actual... our baby. No, our uh, baby uh, has the passport. Yeah, the, the baby oh, is yeah, Canadian. She basically, was born there. I actually thought it was easier. I mean, I don't know. Like how was it? Like a year ago that I told you there Something was a, a Canadian like international fair here for migration and all those things, and I went because you already know i think i told you seven years ago canada i'm in love with canada and i've been in love in canada and i went to the international fair and this lady she was an agent and she told me oh no but because of your profile you can apply it will be super easy like in a year you will get the permanent um like permission but now that i'm listening to is like literally she's been there for seven years and she just got it but also depends
1: i mean each case and, on the
2: situation. Uh-huh, and each yeah, person in the
1: and how the government
0: yeah
2: like yeah we have a friend and um he m- married a canadian girl so he got the permanent residency in like two months
0: yeah almost instantly
2: and i know some people because my my aunt's friends
1: children they immigrated to migrated in the legal one
0: actually migrated (laughs)
1: now to canada and they've been living there for a lot a lot of years already and still they haven't got a residency or anything so i guess it depends how the government yeah your situation sees your situation
0: yeah and and for example alice what has been the the greatest thing you have learned about living apart, I mean, deciding to live in another country?
2: I think um, my responsibilities, especially in the beginning, because um, my mom used to send me money um, every month for me to just pay my bills and do whatever I wanted to do. And so I had to really control my money and know where I'm spending, what I'm spending, how much, you know, how much I had left until she sent me another couple dollars dollars. Um, so that was a big thing for me, learning how to manage my money and my responsibilities, obviously, and being independent. Because back home, whenever I wanted something, I would just ask my mom and call her or ask her to come pick me up. But I can't do it here. I had to like figure out a way to get to where I wanted to go. So I think it was that, yeah, my independence, knowing how to do things, researching if I wanted to get something done. I think that's how we felt when we went to exchange.
0: More or less, yeah. Yes. I, I felt that a bit when I went in Canada in two thousand fourteen, but it was a bit different because back then I was with friends. Um, I had my teacher, for example. I don't know if you remember, but yeah, in France it was it was completely like as Alice was saying because yes, we were completely dependent. Yeah,
1: and paying the you. rent, the groceries, as you said, the money managing and. France is also one of those countries that is super expensive
0: and yeah, yeah. very expensive. I mean, she lives in Toronto. Toronto is oh, so ridiculous expensive. expensive.
2: It's ridiculous. <laughs> we just cannot wait to get out of the city now. It's
0: very expensive. What would you like to go to live then?
2: Um, Around the area, a little bit north from Toronto, because here it's way too expensive right now.
0: <sighs> I remember we, usually Toronto.
1: the outskirts are way cheaper than like being literally in
0: the city. Yeah, in the city, but it's very, very expensive. And for example, now you told us the greatest part, what has been the hardest part of living apart?
2: Definitely not being able to see my parents whenever I wanted to see them. And the weekends, I think the first two months I had some friends in school, but because I was underage, um, I mean, I was underage for a year and a half here (laughs) um, because I came when I was 17. So on the weekends, I would do stuff with them during the day, but then at the end of the day, they would all go to parties, and I couldn't go. So that was kind of uh, sad. Yes. I would just go home at 6 o'clock on the Saturday, and I would just talk to my parents, and I would cry with them. So that was really hard. Um, what else? I think also um, I had two situations where I got lost, and I had no internet connect- connection, I couldn't really speak English and I couldn't even call my mom to ask her for help. So that was a bit hard yeah. <laughs> in the beginning. Obviously, <laughs> right now I know how to communicate. I know how to get help. But I think was, those were the most difficult for me in the, when I came.
0: yeah Yeah, learning
1: about like being in a new place and learning where i don't know supermarket or stuff like that are and you get it had happened to all of us we got lost as well we
0: we got lost but also the the part that you're mentioning i mean now you have a perfect english but i know that back then we i mean seven years ago the three of us we didn't have the english that we have right now and being in a i mean getting lost in a place that is not even with your own language is like it's hard very hard, seriously hard. I remember like I studied French for two years before going to France, and the day I arrived, I mean one day after I couldn't even understand how much I needed to pay at the cashier in the supermarket, <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god. And I think
2: when we were yeah. in school learning those languages, it's very different than an actual like when you're talking to someone that speaks the language.
0: Yeah.
1: Yes that's what you say if you want to actually learn the language you should go to the country and spend, and
0: spend some
1: time there.
0: Yeah. I actually I mean now I can speak French completely fine but because I I lived in France for a while cuz if not I know I wouldn't have the level of French mm. I have.
1: And I went there with zero French and <laughs> yeah. French people they don't they are scared to speak English so it was quite the journey.
0: It was it was quite a journey but <laughs> it was interesting as well. It was. Yeah. And for example, Alice, um, you made a super um, brave decision You about moving to Canada away from your family and all that. And a lot of people might be in your position. They're afraid. What would you tell them?
2: I would tell them to do some research about the place they want to be because it's always good to know where you're going instead of just getting there and you know absolutely nothing one thing that i would recommend something that i did not do is knowing a good um telephone company because my first two weeks i had no internet (laughs) connection i i didn't have a phone here and it was really hard for me because even when i saw someone on the street and i needed help i could just easily get my phone and use a translator but i didn't I just didn't want to spend the money on a phone company, so that, that's one thing for sure. Um, also learning the basic things about the language that you go into, like the country. Um, what a friend of mine did too, she had a book of like basic sentences and she would have the translation in her language to English. So if she needed help in public, she would just open the book and see. Um, what else? Oh, I always just also say just, you know, if you really want it, just go and do it because you're not going to live forever. So just go. Yeah. And it's always a good opportunity, even if you regret it. If you would just want to go back home and it's not the place that you thought it was going to be, at least you had the experience.
0: Exactly. Those
2: were nice advices. And
1: it's like we always say, at least try. As, as you also said, you, you won't know if you don't try exactly
0: yeah and at least you as she said like you have the experience mm-hmm. and basically I mean if it doesn't work out for you then that's it and you go back or you still look for another place but at least to try and for example now um just if you want like to start approaching the end because also we are hearing that someone is asking for you maybe
1: <laughs> your baby
0: your baby
2: oh you can hear her <laughs> yeah yes. we kinda
0: hear but it's okay it's <laughs> fine actually, I don't I know if it's...
2: she's just playing because she's making those sounds now she might be playing, she might be a bit fussy but
0: it's okay <laughs> it's okay, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, no, just um, kind of approaching the end, like what? how do you feel about the sentence, well the title of this episode which is like um, home is where your heart belongs not necessarily where you were born do you feel completely related and do you feel like there are a lot of people out there, they, they haven't kind of made that decision they should
2: yeah, I completely feel that Canada is where I belong right now. Um, every time I go back home, I I notice things that before they were just usual. They were just coming for me. But right now I'm like, well, I actually never thought of this. You know, it just seems very strange for me um, because I came here. And there are a lot of things that right now, whenever I go back home and I do something in public, I don't know, like, just like manners or even the way that I drive people just look at me and they're like what are you doing and I'm like this is the way I should do and yeah. they're like no <laughs> we don't do this in brazil and it just feels so wrong for me not to do it in brazil because i think i just got so used to it um yeah and every time we we travel and we come back here every time i step into this country i'm like oh, i'm home you know it's just that feeling of i don't know i just feel more comfortable here i guess yeah, I can completely relate.
0: <laughs> yeah, K- I mean, I for example, I mean for her it's fine. I mean it's Europe, but for me, um, every time that I go, I do feel. By it now that you just mentioned, I feel so related that the only fact of driving, I I've I mean, I drive every every time that I go to see her. And I feel so comfortable, so chill when I drive because I feel like everyone respects, everyone knows what they need to do. And then I come here and it's like, dude, like, seriously, I feel so bad because I, I see how people drive and it's like, no, you're not supposed to do it. And
1: uh, yeah, me so, yeah. too. I mean, I'm only here a couple of months per year. But because I spend like longer period of time here, I'm like, whenever I step into European soil again, again, I'm
2: like, home, I'm home. (laughs) Yeah, that's how I feel here. It's just, I think like even the people here, they're a lot nicer than in Brazil. I mean like, Brazilians are very friendly, but I just think the way that we talk here is just a little bit more, it's different. I don't know how to explain it. I just feel that here is my place to be.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, like, Canadians are very kind, I lifted, like, literally, they were so nice to me, and I know that Canadians are very nice, I mean, also here in Mexico people, they tend to be very friendly, but it's, it's just a thing, like, I mean, the manners, as you said, that people have, but... I think that that will be all, Alice.
2: That would be all. That will be
0: all. Thank you, seriously.
2: Thank you so much for having me. No, No, thank you. Like,
0: literally, when we were organizing, I told you that this is going to be in the second season that we are just recording and working right now. Um, This episode is going to be out in a couple of weeks more because we need to still edit and process it and everything. I told Simon, I was like, you know what? I think it will be amazing if we can start having more collaborations, guests, and more people that are interesting. And since the beginning of the podcast, um, since I started seeing that it was not only to long-distance relationship, which is like the main topic, but also to motivational stuff, I I, mean, I don't know. You came to my mind because I was like, she will be so, so much of inspiration to people that they want to make this decision about moving away to a better place
2: thank you yeah it's a very hard decision to make but everyone can do it obviously everyone can do it
0: yeah everyone can do it well Alice thank you seriously so much um, also te- tell please your beautiful daughter too that we are grateful that she also gave you the opportunity of having this this tiny episode with you yeah
1: because we know how busy you are with yeah. baby but thank you for taking your time thank you
0: and well, guys, um, you're going to find everything on the description box on YouTube, all the social media that Alice wants to share with us. We're going to share it with, with you guys. And you know where to find us again. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, iTunes, iTunes, and Instagram. Instagram, and everywhere we are as at La Valadie Podcasts. Just don't forget, please, to share.
1: Yes. As we always say, support your podcast, favorite podcast with sharing. So share, share and share.
0: Exactly. And again, we are going to have you next weekend with a new topic. And finally, Alice, thank you seriously so much.
1: Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Bye.